0: Hello everyone! Eric the Caterpillar here, back at it again.
1: <laughs> what's going on? What what do you have on your face? Steven. How's it going today? It's going good. It's going good. That's great. What's what's what do you have? Did you catch a disease? Yes. I mean it doesn't look I <laughs> I'm just I'm just kidding. Podcast will have no idea what we're talking about. Eric has a fat stash on his face. Another reason?
0: Why you should visit our YouTube page.
1: YouTube page? What is this, 2003? YouTube yeah, channel.
0: YouTube channel. It's a great channel. Check <laughs> it out. Uh, it, it's going to be uh, reaching out to new audience. We're excited. And uh, I feel like it's more uh, its more interactive with yeah. YouTube, you know? Yeah. More
1: intimate, as they say. Oh, wow. Wow. That's a good word. That's hot. Yeah. What are we talking about today, Steven? Today... We're talking about decriminalization and just all about drugs. All about drugs. <laughs> all about drugs. <laughs> you didn't really elaborate, so I was like, <laughs>
0: you're like, decriminalization. Just no crimes. We're talking crimes. about the, I th- the, th- th- the I decriminalization. I don't think crimes should exist. Yeah, the
1: decriminalization of, Done. of crimes. M- mic drop, you know. Yeah. I wasn't going to actually drop it because, no,
0: <laughs> you know. You kind of want to record the podcast, yeah. but, Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: All right, here's our two cents. Okay, so decriminalization of crimes committed by using drug paraphernalia. <laughs> yes. So yeah, uh, I mean. And alcohol? Does
0: alcohol fall in there? because we're we're gonna talk about alcohol and. Yeah, uh, as I mean, well. alcohol is a drug.
1: Yes. Uh, it's weird to say that it is a drug because it's, it's not viewed as is society as a drug. I think so. Is it weird to call it a drug? So. Uh, like to just, to you, like no, personally? not to me. Right. No. Okay, but, but societal, to society, it's like. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> it's like Yoshi. And i not. I just butchered that. I, <laughs> I just butchered that. Does the same thing.
0: <laughs> um, yeah.
1: Okay. Uh, where Where to start? So, we we touched on it a bit. Um, we just passed over with Richard Nixon on the the war on drugs, and that sort of gave us the idea and started the the ball rolling of. I mean, we have been wanting to talk about it for a bit—the decriminalization of drugs. Yeah. Um, but I guess yeah, we'll start off with uh, obviously the uh, the war on drugs, and I feel like that was the beginning of creating the just the bad view into society being against and viewing drugs as some people that do drugs is like bad. Although, like, drugs aren't like, good, I- obviously. And I think to elaborate on, on
0: the point you just made, I think um, people associate other people that do drugs as bad people. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. like I, drugs are bad. Yeah. I don't think what we're saying is that drugs are good. No, no, we're but, not. But the people that have heavy addictions in these hard drugs, um, it's not that they're bad people. Mm, no. Right? But, no, that's the thing. But that's it's the just, thing. With the, the the crimes, it's like labeling them as bad people. Yeah. and it, But it's, deep down... They're struggling internally like you wouldn't believe.
1: I mean, there are bad people that do drugs. Naturally. There's no no, uh, exclusivity about that. But there's a lot of people that are good people that just fall into the hard times and they struggle with addiction. Right, for sure. Um, And some people, uh, I think it's a uh, hereditary. Is that what you say when it's like follows your family?
0: I think so, yeah. Uh, Yeah, yeah.
1: That it's a trait that you can get from your family. Addiction is that. Um, So obviously with some people... It's a lot more difficult mm-hmm. um, to deal with. Some people, especially cl- excluding their harder drugs, but find it easier to to quit drugs, mm-hmm. um, like alcohol or whatever, pretty, yeah. co- pretty easily. And that's the thing. Like,
0: you could be crass and say, like, well, I, you know, it was their choice to, to do that. And and I understand that that exists. Mm-hmm. Like, at the end of the day, of course. Yeah. At the it end is, of the day, it is your choice. It comes down to the person. But does it mean we just give up on that person? No. Mm-hmm. I'm too uh, personally I have too much empathy flowing inside my body to just mm-hmm. be like nah. No. You can deal with me. it. You 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 got into this mess, you can get out. It's of this it. a mental
1: mess. It's, it's a mental health issue.
0: Exactly. Um, and since so many people are so passionate about mental health, well. Wow. Mm-hmm. You got to di- dig deep, right? I, there and, might and be some uh substance abuse falls in there.
1: Yeah, definitely. There might be some of the bad uh views around drugs and people dealing with drugs just because of I guess it might be they're doing something that's causing them to have the mental health problems which is the addiction in this case Mm -hmm. um but like so it's it's a vicious cycle right so you, you start it and then you become addicted and then you go through those tough times with with the addiction and it's you're constantly going back and forth um but I mean it's definitely the the issue um with with like we said the war on drugs and making them look uh making society look upon people that use them uh in a negative light. Mm-hmm. Um I mean and that was even a thing with with marijuana and the war on drugs too. Like that was one of the big things that they were trying oh, yeah. to get rid of. The sentences
0: uh, yeah.
1: which were insane. And even oh, yeah. in Canada too. Absolutely. Like um like for you could get jail time yeah. for like, no problem. Right. Uh, like, 20 years ago, 10 years ago. Oh, yeah. Um, and Easy. now, like, they're pardoning people because of it. Because I don't know if it's...
0: Imagine, imagine, like, like getting pardoned. Yeah. Because now it's, like, legal. Yeah. So what you did back then was, like, very legal. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you got... Smacked with a huge sentence, yeah, and all of a sudden you're being pardoned because it's completely legal now. And
1: it's 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 weird too. Your mind like, must be blown. And that's the thing: if you if you got jail time and you you obviously be pardoned on the stuff that ha- that influenced your life after the fact. Mm-hmm. So any any stuff that you weren't allowed to do, or you have a criminal record, or stuff like that. But being like serving that time, you can't get that time back because all no. of a sudden they just decided to make it legal now. Right. Um. And it's something. I mean, so consuming uh drugs and 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 doing drugs however you there's i guess there's other ways to do them than consuming uh there's many creative ways yeah (laughs) um you that i feel like there's a there's a point to be said that that's different than selling them illegally yes
0: would you identify that as a crime
1: drug dealing uh i think so i i would yeah I think so. I think because I would also consider that it's it's not it's something that
0: well because we firmly believe that first of all a drug should be decriminalized mm-hmm. so drug dealers wouldn't exist it'd be controlled and regulated by either a public sector so there's, there's or private two sides sector, to that too yeah probably not private so
1: um oh hopefully not private <laughs> <laughs> we <laughs> talked about last podcast private, sector, not private big bad oh my goodness <laughs> um no it's it's the so the if you decriminalize it, it's not necessarily giving the ease of access to it. There's two points. So mm-hmm. if you decriminalize it, um, Portugal. So we'll, we'll just come out of the bag. Portugal decriminalized. <laughs> if you
0: decriminalize it, Portugal. <laughs> my
1: mind is running. You know. You know what it is. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so Portugal decriminalized it, but they didn't make it free or not free, accessible to everyone. So they're not publicly giving it away. They're still the 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 drug dealers. Um, okay, that's interesting. S- but there's also the fact that you can make it available, and it would get rid of that sector of it too, which is the the dealers and the the drug lords that are providing it. Sure. Um, I mean, we'll we'll get into both sides of it. Um, because it's 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 bad either way. Uh, it's I think personally, it's worse having getting it off the street if it's decriminalized because you don't know what is in it right like right. be laced with especially now with the opioid crisis opioid crisis in yeah in the states of north america uh, fentanyl it's just horrible yes it, um, it, 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 truly sad absolutely and it's it's sad because it's it's like they're there's there's people dealing with addiction mm-hmm. so they need to they uh. You need that stuff, or you need to figure out to go through rehab and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But so they're they're living off it. They're not not so much living off it, but they're forced to to to, to function to function and, and and purchase those drugs. Uh, and they're being laced to make the side of the drug dealers cheaper to mm-hmm. make the product cheaper, right? But it's extremely deadly. Mm-hmm. Way worse than any profit. other drug
0: would be. And it doesn't matter if somebody's life's on the line. Yeah. And
1: there, the, have you seen that picture? There's a picture of uh, heroin next to fentanyl. And it's like four or five teaspoons of heroin compared to like a couple grains of fentanyl. Wow. What will kill you? Like lethal dose. Wow. It's just like like not even a gram. Like milligrams. Right. That's powerful it's crazy. stuff. Wow. So that's yeah that's why it's but when it comes to actually publicly giving people the drugs so it's not that will i mean that'll stop people in the first place getting addicted to drugs if they're off the streets right because the government won't be going around saying who wants who wants heroin you know like we'll just give it sure. away if you want if you want to get addicted to it Yeah 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 um so it'll stop that part but at the same time it'll have to be severely controlled and there have to be something in the back end that supports selling those drugs sure and i think
0: it would also be very difficult to stop uh, illegal sales of drugs like the black market of drugs mm-hmm. i think it won't put a stop to it even if you
1: no well just like it didn't with with cannabis mm-hmm. in yeah, canada right it didn't do away with uh the black market it's not really called the black market it's a gray market now because it's like, it's sort of a gray area, in the yeah. Law, right Yeah, no, exactly. Um, I mean,
0: like, you see things, for example, like there's uh, applications such as uh, weed maps, mm-hmm. and then uh, in the disclosure, it's like, oh, just friends giving other friends
1: weed. Well, that's what they do, you know, that's how they get away with it. Uh, they <laughs> which is just kind they of say, funny. I've given you the gift of something, and yeah. you're just paying me because you're donating me, right. To me the money and that's why it's a little bit it's funny but i mean that's a and way to like, get around it shit i didn't think of that one i that's no, pretty good <laughs> G- G- G. you keep doing you but i mean there is a there is a significant difference um in purchasing something off that or purchasing something off the black market sure absolutely it's i mean danger I it's not like that i feel like cannabis isn't really a good example because it's not very hard drug at all right um but it just reduces like the danger and the the gangs and stuff mm-hmm, like that mm-hmm. the violence that comes with <laughs> yeah, it yeah yeah exactly absolutely. exactly but um, speaking
0: about violence mm-hmm. right well do you want to continue on on portugal because i was gonna uh, no yeah we'll get to portugal in a bit okay
1: cool portugal
0: portugal, portugal. um so for example what i was reading regarding uh, violent incidents regarding drugs um the one that always sticks up is is alcohol. Yeah, is there's more violent situations uh, correlated with alcohol than any other drugs, mm-hmm. and which is crazy, because that's that's. It is crazy. probably one of the only drugs that is absolutely celebrated and socially acceptable.
1: So I wonder if that's why I was just thinking that um, because it is so widely available and mm-hmm. you can go anywhere and purchase it, especially in the States, like you can go to a corner store and buy like oh a f- yeah, a And even here f- in Canada, vodka. we're starting to, to yeah, adapt we are. The, the ways yeah. now in grocery stores such as Walmart the ways, of the, Walmart, the ways
0: yeah. of the States.
1: Um, Hopefully we don't adapt all their ways. No. Well, <laughs> that's another discussion. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, but it's – so I, I wonder if the violence is so bad because pretty much everybody consumes alcohol. Well, there in, are in, people that – obviously, there's people that don't. There's, I would
0: say it's also the effects, right? Yeah. Of alcohol.
1: But is it – that's what I was going to say. Is Doesn't
0: it, it tend to make you more
1: aggressive? Not – it depends. on it depends who you are. Yeah, who you are and what alcohol you're consuming. Like sure. hard liquor for some people, obviously, because – maybe because it's – higher higher constant, higher percentage. Sure. But it makes people angrier that way. Um, yeah, I guess it would depend on your temperament for sure. But that's what, yeah, so being so widely available and everybody that does it and it's so easy to get your hands on uh, and not have to worry about any anything, repercussions, any nothing. repercussions, about that, even societal repercussions. Um, really, like in the grand scheme of things, if yeah. you're, there's no societal repercussions. Um, so if it's that easily and that easily to overindulge in it, is that why the crime is so much higher?
0: Maybe. Another thing is, for example, when somebody either voluntarily gets admitted to rehab or it's a family intervention, who knows. But when somebody goes into rehab for their alcohol uh, abuse and addiction, mm-hmm. uh, it's it's viewed more, I feel like it's viewed more as a positive things, a positive thing. And yeah. when it's rehab for a harder drug, there's a lot less empathy.
1: You're right. And it's like right.
0: It's like well, you know, again. It goes back to well, you decided to do that in the first place.
1: No, well, you decided to consume alcohol a, in the first place. Right. There's a stigma on the hard drugs mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. sure. For sure. And I think that has is partially to do with it being illegal. Um, like pretty much. Right, all to do with it being illegal. Um, I would say absolutely. Paints that picture. I mean, it might be it might be the fact too that it's like it's so. I don't. It's it's hard to even say that. So what first came to my mind was that it is so much easier to consume your life and ruin your life, but alcohol can, right? So why is the why is the first thing that I think of is the hard drugs can easily consume your life,
0: right? Whereas alcohol is pretty much it. That's society working in the gears of your brain. Yeah. Absolutely. No, it's easily done. Mm -hmm. uh, Over consuming alcohol and
1: dying. Easily done. So that's something um, that... It's it's definitely a point to be said at least that if the crime... Well, actually, because... So Portugal. Getting back to Portugal. Mm -hmm. The crime rates in Portugal are significantly lower uh, from decriminalizing drugs. Right. So it doesn't have to do with again it might have to do with the widespread use of alcohol compared to the widespread use of harder drugs sure. uh, if there's a, obviously if there's a bigger sample size if there's more people that are indulging in it uh the numbers will be higher right so it could it could it could be something to do with that it could also be just because it's it's a lot different too that's the danger is um like you can you can drink a beer or two a night um or a couple every every week you gonna have a couple beers mm-hmm. and that's fine like there's nothing wrong oh, with that no of course not uh but it's the extreme of it where you can overindulge um too often and that becomes violent so it might be the the like the the range and the possibilities mm-hmm. because with harder drugs there's not really a f- the, the first part like you can't just like do it i mean some people can't actually i watched
0: a video um like recreationally using hard drugs? Yeah. Wow. Uh,
1: some. it's you can't do that with all drugs. It's very rare. Uh,
0: for example, heroin. Uh, it creates a physical uh, dependence. Mm-hmm. Pretty quick.
1: No, but it, it's even still, it's 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 very rare compared to with alcohol. Yes. Um. It depends on your personality too. How addictive your personality is. Sure. Um. So Portugal, they decriminalized drugs. Uh. In. Two thousand. Okay. Um, so their HIV rates um, have significantly went down Um, let me get actually well I mean you gotta think as
0: well when uh, um, when before they decriminalized it uh, how the regime was controlled right we were talking about Mm -hmm, it mm -hmm. the regime in in Portugal was brutal it was trying to keep the population as uneducated as possible right and people were shooting up in the streets yeah like it was just Anybody's mm-hmm. business.
1: Absolutely, absolutely.
0: And it was like a, it was almost like a plague. Yeah, I would say.
1: I saw a. Uh, so one of
0: the. Um, so Portugal, I would say, would be an extreme example. Yeah, I would. But it so does too. support.
1: So it's an extreme points. example in two senses. Um, it was extreme beforehand. Um, and the example yeah, I'll the give They had. So they had uh, a, a, um, authoritarian rule, um, which is basically like. Dictatorship almost. Mm-hmm. Um, so, this is a quote from The Guardian on uh, their article about Portugal and their um, decriminalization of hard drugs. Mm-hmm. In truth, there was a lot of ignorance back then. Forty years of authoritarian rule under the regime established by Salazar in 1933 had suppressed education, weakened institutions, and lowered the school leaving age um, in a strategy intended to keep the population docile. I mean, that would also keep the population uneducated, right? Um, The country was closed to the outside world. People missed out on experimentation. This is a good part. Experimentation on the mind-expanding culture of the 1960s. That's one way to put it. (laughs) Mind-expanding. Mind-expanding. When the regime ended abruptly in a military coup in 1974, Portugal was suddenly opened to new markets and influences. Um, Like the U.S., North America. Uh, under the old regime, Coca-Cola was banned and owning a cigarette lighter required a license, which is mind-boggling. mind-boggling. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> uh, when, mar- when marijuana and then heroin began flooding in the country, it was utterly unprepared because they never saw that before, right? So, like, it was external factors that they never had anything to do with.
0: Yeah, they were never exposed to it.
1: Because, I mean, part of it because it was all needed to be imported Illegally, right? Um, and which was never allowed under the rule that they had under Cesar, mm-hmm. um, Salazar actually. Um, so it was an extreme, um, dictatorship that then led to another extreme, which was an overabundance of holy shit. This is crazy. We're out of the rule. Let everybody party, yeah, and start doing hard drugs. Let's right. Start taking heroin, guys. And so that's a thing too. Is everybody was influenced by it. So there wasn't one, like every family knew somebody and and was closely affected by the drug crisis. Yes. Which is something that is different. Uh, Actually, it's not that different. It's starting to get closer to the the opioid crisis uh, in North America. Right. Because it's starting to get really like a lot bigger where everybody at least knows somebody that was affected by it, Mm -hmm. that is currently being affected by it. But, so that's what caused the the major change um in the social change, and yeah, so it was just, that's important. It was the social change which then brought in the policies, so yes. everybody wanted to help and wanted to fix stuff because they knew something was obviously wrong. right Well, um, that's
0: what I mean by if you want to strive for social change, you should strive to change policies,
1: absolutely. Absolutely, you know. You need to be the example, and the policies will follow you. If right. there's that many people doing it, the same thing with the prison system. Yeah. Uh, if there's that many people making those changes and wanting to be that change in the country and in the world, it'll happen. Eventually, it'll, it'll happen. Absolutely. Uh, and so that's the thing. Um, so what they what they focus on with their decriminalization is social work, like psychotherapy. Mm-hmm. Uh, they focus on on uh, safe injection sites. Mm-hmm. On clean needle swaps so they return their used old dirty needles Mm -hmm. and get new needles Mm -hmm. um and it's
0: like it's almost on a schedule too yeah
1: exactly it's
0: very monitored it's professionally uh
1: something they adopted too which which we adopt in canada is uh methadone clinics yes uh, and do we have dopamine clinics as well in Canada? Dopamine, I don't know. Okay, I don't know. I know we have methadone clinics. Okay, and I mean, methadone clinics is it's it's difficult too because it's replacing an addiction with another addiction. Yeah. Uh, but the methadone it doesn't. You need it, but it doesn't ruin your life as much as heroin. Right. Uh, it's it's not better. I mean, but, but it, it is better. It's that's not. That's the thing with
0: heroin is, it, and why heroin is so uh, dangerous is because. When you get addicted to heroin, you'll be on drugs for the rest of your life.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: You're either going to be on heroin for the rest of your life and then you're going to watch your life disappear or methadone yeah. clinics. You're going to be on that for the rest of your life because your body becomes physically addicted. Yeah, it's it not a mental addiction. No, at that point, no. Right? Like for example, I would say, I would say me- marijuana is more of a mental addiction than a physical addiction.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. It's up here that you have to have the battle.
1: Same with same with alcohol. Alcohol is more It has detrimental physical impact. No, it does, though. yeah. I just I just thought of it. Yeah. When you're um, when you're really like when you're, when you're a functioning uh, like, alcoholic and drinking every day and right. getting hammered in the mornings. Right. It it has physical a physical addiction. For well. sure.
0: For sure. And uh like withdrawal symptoms and mm-hmm. stuff like mm-hmm. that. Absolutely. Yeah. Whereas for I, I from what I've read, marijuana withdrawal symptoms are rare. Mm-hmm. And for most people, maybe last seven to 14 days.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: So for for withdrawal symptoms to last like, you know, one to two weeks, mm-hmm. it's like a blessing yeah. compared to all the other drugs, right? Yeah.
1: I would say so. Absolutely.
0: And, and that's why heroin is so, is so, uh, all right. And we're back after a little technical glitch.
1: It's becoming sort of a, A trend. A trend, yeah.
0: Uh, But what we we will be doing is uh, investing in a nice camera. Yeah. So, uh, because we're using our phones and uh, the phones overheat, which causes the recording to stop Mm -hmm. for our wonderful YouTube audience. Yeah. So, let's get back on track here. Okay. Right. So, last thing I said was the reason... You know, you can't just come off of heroin, no because no. then you die, yeah, right, your body goes into shock and it's done mm-hmm. because you're physically addicted to it, yeah, um, so either ways w- when you get physic- when you get addicted to heroin, you're gonna be on drugs for the rest of your life, you will be that's just a given, yeah, but one life I would say is worth living mm-hmm. compared to the other, yeah, you know, when you're addicted to heroin, I don't you know, no, yeah, you're pretty deep in there,
1: uh-huh, I mean, but it's not always like that though. Like some people can I don't know yeah, if it's so much Yeah, but we're talking about depending. addictions, right? No, even with addictions. Of like heroin? Yeah, there's They're some function. people that can function and get off it. Um it's rare heroin. again, yeah. Yeah. With through yeah. severe rehab. Um yeah. But I think yeah, there's there's it can happen. It can, um, yeah. I don't know exactly. I, I'd like to see the stats just, on that. I don't yeah, I don't know exactly how much it Cause, happens, cause but that I know must that be it like is. that.
0: I don't know. Yeah.
1: But yeah, it's, to it's something that. to look into also. Absolutely. Um, So with the um Back to Portugal, um, since they decriminalized it, uh, which are a lot of the positives, they've seen a dramatic drop in overdoses. Because um, a lot of the time overdoses, especially if it's being controlled, uh, overdoses a lot of the time happen when it's either mixed, uh, cut with fentanyl or another substance right. that they don't know. Or, right.
0: Especially when it's regulated. Yeah, exactly. Because, like you said, that 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 picture between like an overdose of mm-hmm. pure heroin and an overdose of laced heroin—it's mm-hmm. like all it needs is a little bit of fentanyl, like yeah, you said. Yeah, exactly. Which is scary.
1: It's really scary, um, extremely scary. The so, but it's also if it's controlled on not how they get it, but if it's also controlled on how much they're using. So when they relapse, um, it's the same with alcohol too. Um, when you relapse on it, you go back to what you were using before you were, ad- when you were addicted, uh, and it's too much for you. So you overdose cause your body doesn't have a tolerance anymore. Right. So you use what you were using beforehand. And that's the, like a thing with a lot of drugs too. Um, so yeah. Being controlled in that sense too. Um, disciplined, disciplined and having an external, like something externally, like, uh social workers or whatever keeping track of it Sure, Um, especially when you're trying to because relapses happen Um, and especially in Portugal unfortunately they they do happen but they're not they they don't frown upon um, something like that happening right right? because like you just you have to support it especially with the social worker working with you
0: well that's the thing is is a social worker's approach uh, is very empathetic so they're not going to lower you down just because you go back into previous Mm -hmm. uh, behaviors exactly that's what they're there to do Mm -hmm. is to help you is to support you through your bad choices Mm -hmm. it's not that you're a bad person no you're just making bad choices exactly and they're there to support you through that uh
1: and having that support uh i mean is very needed uh, especially with i mean with any mental illness right Mm -hmm. so addiction, being a mental illness, anything, mm-hmm. uh, having that unconditional support is very good. So I want to present the the bear case here. Mm-hmm.
0: So in a perfect world, sure, a social worker um, is helping you. However, most of the time it's a substance abuse counselor mm-hmm. or a drug addiction counselor. And for example, the, the one problem I see with decriminalizing is Well, especially right now, is because we don't have the infrastructure to support enough of these people. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it's not even about infrastructure as well. So by by what I mean by infrastructures is like, for example, the clinics, Mm -hmm. the methadone clinics Mm -hmm. or the
1: safe injection sites,
0: safe injection sites. Yeah, I wasn't even sure what to call them, but safe injection sites where there's support there, Mm -hmm. right? It takes a multidisciplinary team
1: yeah. to work in those places
0: mm-hmm. and that's a heavy job it to is. do mentally Absolutely. and physically Yeah, because I'm sure there's physical interventions as well Guaranteed when somebody's it. in rehab and going through relapse, mm-hmm. uh, some compare it to dying. Oh, yeah. So you're mm-hmm. fighting against your own life at mm-hmm. that point point. Mm-hmm. Um, and in a perfect world, sh- sure, it's a social worker. Uh, helping you and social workers get paid a lot more than uh, substance abuse counselors. So on average...
1: I didn't uh, know that. There's a substance abuse counselor as a job? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay.
0: That's usually what... Yeah, that's usually the position. Uh, because they have the same approach as a social yeah. worker. Yeah, they do, yeah. But you just... For a social worker, you usually need a master's mm-hmm. okay. degree Okay. Uh, to be considered a social worker. And on average, these, these drug counselors... Um, on average, make around forty-four, a thousand dollars a year. Mm-hmm. The lowest end is twenty-eight thousand dollars a year, and the
1: highest end is seventy-two thousand dollars a year. Yeah. But the
0: average is forty-four. Mm-hmm.
1: And I, I, it definitely depends on how much you're educated and where you're working out of, right? Those those prices of the salaries,
0: right, for sure. And it's just that the thing is in 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 the psychology field to be paid. A lot of the times to be well paid, you need a master's Mm -hmm. and sometimes the degree doesn't even cut it. Yeah. You'll still be making, uh, not as much money as you would like for the type of job that you're doing. Exactly. Because while it, it would be more mentally draining than physical, the mental drain is real Mm -hmm. when you're dealing with, with, with people with addictions, Mm -hmm. that's some heavy shit. It is. And, um, and it takes a whole multidisciplinary team. And to begin with, we're in shortage of yeah. uh, of these types of counselors.
1: For For that reason, right? Because they're not making good money. And right. You can't no. find jobs as it is right now.
0: No, exactly. And the jobs you do find are on the private sector, mm-hmm. very sketchy jobs, and you're making little to no money for the type of job that you're doing. Definitely. So I think we would need to revamp that first. Yeah. To to, to better... Uh, reward and to better uh, as an in incentive to to take that as a career path. Yeah, because I feel like right now there's just there's no incentives. No, the
1: only incentive people are doing to pursue those, and the only reason people are pursuing those career paths, is because they they want to do that. They want to right. Um, they really find their purpose in helping other people, which is great, and caring for other people.
0: Absolutely. Um. One of my main beliefs is, you know, yes, you should find purpose. But in a, in an economy like this, you want to be making uh, decent money, at least yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. So um, I would say we need to adapt new ways. But I, we're not there as a society, I don't think. No. We're, and we're not there and I don't think we'll...
1: See, that's, that's the <laughs> realistic approach. I, you're right because... Um, Portugal and people that have adopted the de- decriminalization, they saw the extreme of it mm-hmm. where everybody was affected. And the only option is to seek to make change happen. Right. Uh, being proactive for a change is difficult as a society to back because it doesn't affect everyone. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, the majority of the population is selfish. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if it doesn't affect them, right, why, why, does it, why bother?
0: And I remember my, my friend... Um, one of my good friends said uh, it was a question about democracy: Is democracy doing what's best for society, or doing what's best for you?
1: That's yeah, that's good. Which was
0: like that hits. Yeah. That that that's been making me think a lot. Yeah. Oh yeah. Just just that. Hmm. Um. It's been making me uh question more some of my choices when mm-hmm. I think about that. You know, because it's true. It is true. It's like, what, what do you what do you want to do? Do you want to change? Do you want to be part of the change in society or do you want to keep feeding into the system we, we've we got going on now? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or do you find a balance? Is there a balance?
1: Is there right? a balance? Big that's a, that's a big question.
0: Right? Um, but I think to, to even begin to talk about decriminalization, we've got to have the support there mm-hmm. and we don't have it.
1: No, no.
0: So, because for example, I think when we decriminalize, it's still illegal so for example the consequence would be you'd have to go into one of these treatment centers and rehab that's your consequence yeah, yeah. you have to go there you have yeah. no choice mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. um but again you need that infrastructure you need a multidisciplinary team and you need incentives for for those people to go into that field so to we- to be more driven to to not only be driven by passion cuz to be simply driven by passion in an economy like this, it's just, it's not enough. It, it gets to you. Right. Yeah. I would say. I don't know. No, about, it does. It, I'm not spitting facts here. I'm just. Personal. Reflecting. Yeah. Because uh, I wouldn't do that job for $44,000 no. a year. No, exactly. Or for fifty.
1: Exactly. No. Even if you, like, like you and said.
0: And I'm, I'm in that field. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> exactly. No way
0: I'm doing that type of work.
1: Mm-hmm. hmm
0: I, 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 it would interest me, but, yeah, there's it's just. weighing the pros and cons, right? Like, it's weighing the pros and cons, and and um so so yeah that's what i mean by i think our society isn't there yet
1: and so the i guess the when you think of it on a surface level decriminalization addiction and you the use of of drugs those kind of drugs and mm-hmm. any drugs and and really like they'll be it'll it'll be a thing in society no matter what oh, of course of course so even if you even if we leave it how it is now uh, it'll still be a thing. Even if we decriminalize it, it'll still be a thing. Mm-hmm. So why not make it so it kills less people because people are going to do it anyways. Right. Um, make it, maybe make it less societally, su- su- that's <laughs> a word, societally unacceptable. It is, yeah. Um, make it more accepted and right. real, like a real problem. Yes. Um, and work with people People to f- to figure it out, and, and, it. and
0: that's the thing. It doesn't mean you tolerate the problem. No, no, right? it's it's still a bad choice. Mm-hmm. But
1: it doesn't mean you just leave those people unsupported. No, yeah, exactly. Because with any, like we said already, with any mental health, the support system needed uh, is what's right. really important.
0: And the the empathy path is a proven system. Mm-hmm. You know, and and. Uh, it's very powerful stuff, you know, if if you can if you can have someone supporting you continuously.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It helps a lot of people dig out of their own graves.
1: Oh, it definitely does. Uh there's one more little bit of the article that I wanted to uh to read. Um it's from the same article in the Guardian. Uh these social movements take time. Uh the fact that this happened across the board in a conservative society such as ours. Um, talking about Portugal, had some impact. If the heroin epidemic had only affected Portugal's lower classes or radicalized, or radicalized minorities uh, or and not the middle or upper classes, he doubts the conversation around drugs, addiction, and harm reduction would have taken shape in any way, uh, which is mm-hmm. very unfortunate, but I think it's true.
0: Yes, for sure. Um, for sure. And we talked about that mm-hmm. um, in the last podcast, you know, how there's upper classes just as likely if not more to participate in the same behaviors. Mm-hmm. But why is the stigma only for the low income?
1: Exactly. It's like, exactly. Wow. It's because... I like mean,
0: you would see in French, c'est pas
1: fort. C'est pas fort. <laughs> it's not strong. <laughs> not hard. Whatever. No, you, you uh, can't
0: translate that in English. Well, it's, a, it's an expression in French. I know, but... Stop. Okay, sorry.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, it's... uh. And starting off with um, the making it society – like, making society see it as the addiction, um, like we said already a hundred times, I think that's a good start in getting the infrastructure in place is a good start. But yeah. it's not – decriminalization is not making purchasing the drugs um, and selling, like, dealers legal because that that – Fundamentally, that would make that's no sense. Not, no, that doesn't make no sense. No, because
0: then it would, it would, that would, that would be like an incentive for people to kind of try hard mm-hmm. drugs. Yeah, exactly. And I don't think that would be the best decision either. No. Like that would be a bear case where, again, it doesn't mean just because you decriminalize it doesn't mean you legalize it. No. Um, so it, it doesn't open that door for regular people to be like, oh, you know what? I kind of want to try heroin Yeah. or cocaine or yeah. whatever, you know? Yeah. So, um, exactly. Yeah.
1: So, yeah. Um, Sweet. That was – I mean, that was our two cents on it. It's – there's a whole two lot guys, to Two guys, four cents. you guys. That was our four cents on it. That was two four senses on it. Um, I mean, it's, it's interesting because starting off uh, with the research um, that we did on this, I didn't know that Portugal decriminalized it. Um, and either. it's also very important to look at a successful – I mean – so, two sides of it. Being the first person, the first country, and first set of people to break the ground and actually decriminalize all drugs right, um, is extremely difficult, but also very important. Yes, you, and I would say somebody needs to take the first step.
0: And I would say societal change is daunting, mm-hmm. right? And, and not a lot of people. Including myself, like it, it, it's it's hard to become ready for societal change, yeah, and to strive for that, yeah. Uh, but just to see it in the works and 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 see that it is possible, right? Such as the last podcast with the Norway prison system, yeah, where it is possible, and that also was a societal change. Mm-hmm. Societal change is possible, yeah, absolutely. But you need enough voices. You do, and you need to also organize yourself, uh, yourselves in a certain way. Mm -hmm. And it's hard to organize that many people. Yeah, it is. And you need to attack the policies.
1: Not physically attack.
0: No, no. See, that's the
1: thing. It needs to be. (laughs) Yeah, don't physically
0: attack anything. No,
1: because you won't get anywhere with that.
0: But you need to. Your plan of attack needs to be on the policies, not on the politicians, for Mm -hmm. example. Mm
1: -hmm. Politicians? Politicians. They're all the same. Yeah. Okay? (laughs) Yeah.
0: They're all the same. You attack the policy. Yeah. You know exactly, but thankfully, you can't
1: physically attack a policy. That's that's good. So, I mean, you can punch paper. So I'm paper. safe. You can- punch in paper, you might be on the drugs that you're trying to decriminalize. <laughs> 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 Wait a minute! Punching
0: paper. If you're punching paper at home, tell uh, us about it. Right in the comments. Us, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, so, I mean, there's. There's a lot of the uh, societal changes I'm sure that we will cover uh, in the future. These are, um, I mean, things that we're for, but there's also, it's it's a lot more difficult, right? So you say decriminalize something or make this change. Like, oh, just do it.
0: But you got to like, dig deep. Yeah. It's, right.
1: it's a lot of people, a lot of organization. It's right. a lot of work. So, for example, really when,
0: we, when we were digging deep to make a bit of a bear case. Mm-hmm. Well, you see that we're we're simply not ready to take that step because yeah. of the infrastructures. Exactly, we're just not ready to support that change. No. Um.
1: I mean, the people, the people, the thing is, when it comes down to it, the people that are going to be supporting that change are the people that should be fighting for the change, right? Because the people that are going to be supporting it—the social workers, the infrastructure—those are all people that. I mean, they're not the politicians right right so they're the people that are going to be seeing the change so Mm -hmm. fight for that right okay yeah that's all i have to say about that
0: that's awesome same here
1: okay i'm eric i'm steven that was
0: our two cents stay tuned uh for the next episode we're always excited to bring you all a new one uh i believe can i can i say yeah go ahead yeah yeah okay the next topic we will talk about cryptocurrencies uh, something we are uh, we are very interested in and it's something that's uh constantly evolving. So mm-hmm. we're gonna we're gonna discuss that. But
1: thank want you. want to get all in for... deep in it and we're really gonna I think yeah. talk about uh um just educate people on what it is right. and then go from there. Go from Because there. There. a lot of people I mean cryptocurrency Bitcoin. I'm sure you know what Bitcoin is if yeah. you don't know what cryptocurrency is. So Right.
0: And uh thank you all so much for the endless support. Uh that was our two cents and uh, ciao ciao for now.
1: Take care.